Welcome all. I'm Reverend Phil Dickey, and I am here with Sammy Waters. And Sammy is our, I always, you're, you're the director of children's youth and family ministry. Yes. No, the minister. Thank you. Thank you. Minister <laughs> to children, youth, and families at White Rock United Methodist Church. Thank you for that clarification. Um, and this is something that I have been wanting to do with Sammy for quite a while now, um, because I think Sammy brings a great wealth of information and knowledge to our, our space here at White Rock. Um, and I wanted to share that with you here in this digital space as well. And so we thought, what better time to do that than leading up to All Saints Sunday? Um, and, and partially, Sammy, because you just sent out a great email to our, our family ministry um, talking about and helping parents prepare their kids for All Saints Sunday. So so talk to us a little bit about All Saints. Why in the Methodist Church do we celebrate All Saints, first of all? Yeah, so it comes from our Anglican background, which obviously comes from a ba- Catholic background. Um and it is a celebration of those who have come before of this like cloud of witnesses. Um, so United Methodists don't uh, necessarily celebrate saints like St. Therese or St. Uh, Francis. Uh, we can recognize them as really an important people, but we wouldn't uh, pray to them for mediation or anything. Um, and instead, so I, I was I was looking at Wesley said the invocation of saints yeah, is what yeah. we don't get into. I was like, yeah. ooh, that's a good word. OK, yeah. Um, but we do recognize that a saint is anyone who lives a godly life, lives a Christian life, um, striving towards Christian perfection, right? If you get real Methodist. Love that. Love that. <laughs> um, and so All Saints Day is a time for us to honor those who have come before and have done that. So it's anyone in our lives who have um, affected us in our in our faith or encouraged us or guided us on this uh faith walk and i think it's one of the like most special days of the church calendar because i mean i know all the things you just said i'm sure but like why personally for you um because i think we put so much focus good focus throughout the year on the community we're in um and this is a chance to say like this community has a history um, and it's a recognition of not just maybe the church's history, but also the big church's history and all those who have come before. And to say that your faith walk isn't only affected by those in your church, in your local church, um, but that you might have lots of people in your life who have, uh, yeah, guided you on that path. And it's not just a time for you to like personally reflect on that because you can do that anytime. But it's a ceremony for everyone else to be reminded together that we all can make an impact on all sorts of people. I love that. So, you know, I officiate a few weddings here and there. <laughs> and one of the ways I really love to start weddings is is by just having a moment to, to pause and reflect on those who have gone before us and been the, like the image bearers of love before us, right? That we come yeah. to celebrate marriage and celebrate the gift of love. But like, let's pause and remember that like we come from a lineage of those who have loved us well, you know? Yeah. And I think it's just, a, it's, I love that we have these built into our annual calendar, right? Like, because so often we don't take the time to intentionally do this on a regular basis. So at least, at least once a year, we will pause and say, we are grateful for those who have gone before us and paved the way for us. And, and who aren't with us in the same way that they have been previously, and yet their memory continues to live on, and, and their their sainthood, right? Their <laughs> their spirit still exists among us. And so, okay, so I really wanted to chat with you about this because I do think that that death in general is something that we're not always good about talking in in the church or in culture. Like yeah. you know, so often it's it's more of a 
an awkward conversation or fear-based or like I have a, a dear friend who her dad's currently laying on his hospice bed, like die, like moments away from dying probably. And, and it's just always hard. And even as a pastor, I still struggle a lot of times to figure out, well, how do we talk about this? And like, how do I try to provide comfort? And like, you just, we all get like real antsy, right. In the yeah. midst of it. So, um, with, with kids and with family ministries as a whole, like, what is your recommendation to parents or what, what do you bring to this space here on the idea of how do we start talking to kids to ready them for a Sunday such as All Saints Sunday? Yeah. Uh, well, the first thing to note is that you should ready them for it. Um, because if you, th- this service looks different than other services. And so you know it's coming up and you know you can prepare yourself emotionally to walk into this kind of thing. Even if you don't have someone who has recently passed. And this is just, it feels like a time to honor other people's people. Um, You still have the chance to emotionally prepare yourself. And so you should give kids the same opportunity. Um, Because if you don't, they walk in and then it's all about death. (laughs) And they like are kind of taken off guard, right? Um, So that's why we should. Hmm. Uh, Because because kids grieve too. Um, that, That goes back to the talking with them. It's like, they grieve too. And it might look different and it probably does sometimes, um, but they feel feelings too. (laughs) And so one of the things I think uh, is important when talking with kids about it is to just be honest and to use real words and to not say, oh, you know, they're up in the clouds or they're, you know, they're, they're with grandpa which maybe, you know, we can still believe that theologically, but if you're sure. talking to a kid, you need to be really clear, like they have died and yeah. they're not coming back. They're not on vacation. They're not just at someone else's house, but they are gone. Mm. Um, and, and we do hold this hope of reunification, right? In, sure. Um, but, but especially young kids, they're the, that metaphorical kind of, Um, knowledge, they don't have the ability to grasp yet. And so we got to be careful with how we talk to them or else what might make sense to us won't make sense to them. What are, what are, what do you think are some of the more harmful things that are said in this space? Because parents might be afraid or, you know, they, they end up saying things, not really thinking about what the the long-term effect might be of saying it. I'm putting on the spot on that question. Yeah. Um, Sleeping or, you know, mm-hmm. and eternal rest is such a beautiful phrase. And so I think sometimes we maybe like spin it so that we can give that beautiful phrase to kids and say like, oh, they're sleeping, but they're not. Yeah. And and we shouldn't say that because, and also because that can create a fear of sleep for children. See, that's those, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, you got to think about if I say this, what is a possible way they might spin it in their little children's head and, and what yeah. kind of fears would that create for them? I remember when I started doing youth ministry and I just started this church and there was a, a youth that had died really randomly, but from an like, unknown heart condition. And um, one of the people that spoke at his funeral said, God, you know, God just needed another angel in heaven. Yeah. No. <laughs> as you, as you fiercely shake your head. No. That's um, like it, and not that we can't be mad at God because I think it's healthy to have all range of emotions in relationship with God, right? Just like you would with the human relationship, you're going to have, a range of emotions, but that kind of language sets it up of like, God took them from you. Mm-hmm. And this was somehow God doing something mean to you. And then it 
it sets you up to be angry at God or to be yeah. resentful for God. And I just, I don't think that's healthy. Well, and the, some of the youth then ask, well, is God going to pluck me up too? You know, well, like, yeah. like, oh, you know, and again, sometimes we just, we end up saying things thinking they're going to bring comfort, yeah. but in reality, it just stirs greater fear within us. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so talk to your kids. Yeah. Let them know that this is happening. What what are they gonna What are they gonna see on Sunday morning for people? If this is a family who's never been um, to All Saints, I mean, I guess you've never been here for All Saints either, <laughs> yeah, huh? Maybe I should answer my own question on this one. <laughs> now you have an idea that what's happening. Yeah. What can they expect to see on Sunday morning? I think for at least kids, there's going to be two major things that you should talk to them about. One is going to be in the service, and one is going to be children's church if they join us for that. So in the service, there will be the reading of those who have passed in the last year whether they were a part of our community or connected to someone who is a part of our community. And uh, like a, a bell will toll and candles will be lit. And so this is a very like ceremonia, cer ceremonial kind of experience. Ceremonial, yeah. It's like a ceremony. That's the word I was yeah, looking for. Yeah, there you go. That's um, good, it works. And so it's a way for us to take a moment and remember each person. Um, yeah, so that's kind of in the service, what's gonna happen. In children's church, we're gonna, uh, adapt an activity from Faithful Families by Tracy Smith. And it, I mean, it kind of is our own ceremony. It's a lot less like candles and bells and things, but I, I think it's still appropriate to call it a ceremony. Uh, so we're going to be making like memory, um, I don't know how to describe it, essentially like honoring mm -hmm. the memory of those who have gone before. And cool. it's similar to like an ofrenda that you would make for Dia de los Muertos. Um, in that you are, we're going to be mostly drawing, but you're putting things there that were important to that person or that remind you of that person and, and pictures of that person so that you're honoring like the beauty of all that that person was and all that they meant to you and to your life. Um, yeah. And that is going to bring up emotions for some kids. And for some kids, it's, it's not going to be a big deal. Um, but yeah, that is something to talk about. And I think it's a great activity to do at home beforehand too, is to talk about like, hey, we're, you know, all these people are gonna be honored on Sunday. And, you know, we have people in our life, even if they're not someone who's gonna be listed in this ceremony in church, but we have people in our life who have gone before and are our cloud of witnesses and um, talk about it as a family and say like, yeah. you know, grandparents or aunts and uncles or family friends or whatever. And even if the kid doesn't know them or didn't know them, I think it's still, uh, a way to show them that grief and loss are normal hmm. and that it happens to everyone. And so you can really uh, take some time to think about that and to honor that as a family. And I think that's a, a nice way to do it at home before coming here and doing it here. Yeah, the prep work is really good. So I'm not a child psychologist, but I'm married to one. Um, <laughs> she's a school psychologist. I guess not just child psychologist. But like, uh, she's so good at prepping our kids for things before they experience them. Um, the other thing I think I would add to that too is that be aware that that their mood might be different after church too yeah. if they experience this. Like if they're acting strange or acting just, just different than normal. And you might be thinking, like, where is this coming from? Well, like, that may be them trying to process or deal with that grief that they're experiencing, especially if it's the first year of a lost, lost loved one. And, yeah. like, that grandparent or aunt or uncle, somebody's names got, got read and they all went up there and lit a, you know, like, they may not know how to internalize that or do, to deal with all those emotions. And it may come out in what seems like an acting out mentality. 
So just maybe give your give your little ones a little bit more grace as they're dealing with that as well. Definitely. It's like how um, like this idea that trauma is stored in the body, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with, I, th I think at least with grief and emotions of like, it is going to affect the way they behave. Yeah. Um, and so you want, you want to prepare yourself for that. And then you also want to be ready to comfort them in that and to say, yeah. maybe we really need a big lunch after church. Maybe we need to go and like yeah. continue the celebratory side of what this day is. Um, mm -hmm. So a big lunch or, or grief really just takes a lot out of you. Maybe you all need to go home and take a nap. And like, Ooh, sign me up. <laughs> sign me up for taking a post-church nap. Yeah, and invalidating those feelings, right? And yeah. and even if it's a, you know, I you might be sad about this, and like I I hear you, like I'm sad that they're gone too, and and just helping them know that it's okay that whatever they're feeling. Yeah. And like one of my kids will not talk about emotions whatsoever until they just explode out of her, right? So, yeah. um, just being aware that everybody deals with that differently yeah. is is really helpful too. Okay, you mentioned a book a second ago. Will you say the name of the book again? Yeah, it's Faithful Families, Creating Sacred Moments at Home by Tracy Smith. And we'll it is drop the link of that as well. Yeah, I also would um, recommend uh, To Light Their Way by Kayla Craig. I know okay. that's what we just shared on the Insta. And she has yep. um, two really beautiful prayers in there. One for the death of a loved one. And it's, it's really from the perspective of like, these are prayers for pr parents to pray uh, mm -hmm. over their children. Not so much like prayers you say together, but I mean, you're welcome to. Sure. There's one for specifically death of a loved one. So if you are someone who has experienced it recently, that would probably be good for you. And then there's also one for All Saints Day. And it is, I mean, it kind of captures the essence of All Saints Day of like honoring those who have come before, celebrating them. Um, she has a really good line in one of them, I don't remember which, about recognizing that death is a part of life and life is a part of death. Mm -hmm. I think it just, it, it reframes the way we look at it so beautifully, but yeah, recommend both of those. Turns out none of us get out of this whole thing alive, huh? Yeah. Crazy. Right. It is crazy that we still struggle with it so much, even though it's the reality for all of us. Yeah. All right. Final thoughts on this. This is, I think this is great. This is helpful. Yeah. I'm excited. I love All Saints Day. I think it's really important, especially as someone who doesn't like to deal with death, that it sure. makes us stop and deal with it. Um, and yeah. And also I want to say like, it's going to feel like a heavy service and, and yet there are going to be kids who are just normal kids in the pews and that's okay. And yeah. you don't have to try and, uh, you don't have to lose your experience of the service working to try and make them have the same experience or working to like keep them, you know, super solemn or anything. That's a really good word. I think that's something that we want to, reiterate over and over again for all of our families that like we we are so glad that your kids are with us in the service no matter what and if they're going to make noise it's not going to bother us like we're just glad they're there and we're glad you're there and yeah. um, and especially on a sunday like this where it does feel like oh well we have to be really solemn like and yeah. be really quiet and yeah. um that's a really good reminder sammy thanks for that mm -hmm. So y'all, if you are listening to this and you have questions about All Saints, uh, feel free to, to contact either Sammy or I. If you have questions about family ministry at White Rock, definitely reach out to Sammy. She's got all the info and all the deets about that. And she would love to help get you connected and get your family connected at the church. So Sammy, thanks for your time and for your knowledge on this. And we look forward to celebrating all the saints who have gone before us and all the saints who are still among us yes. on Sunday morning. Blessings, my friends. Yes.